Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host Michelle Anderson and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Kid set, let's go! Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm gonna support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. I'm gonna support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with Michelle with one L, Rhonda Colson, Corey's friend, Trisha's sister, don't That's call right. me Shelly, wearing a weird kitty cat mitten that her best friend sent her, <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Van Dersen. What has inspired the cat mitten to come back out again? Uh, because this is like, see you later, because that cat is gone. And <gasps> I thought it was, I thought it was forever, but it's not. He's coming back for Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're not eating him. He gets to visit. So whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, let's just talk about, let's just talk about the cat for the 14th millionth time. <laughs> it's Mr. Fox that Michelle has lied. Big fat liar, liar. Her pants are on fire. Pretending like she doesn't love this cat. She, you had it in a Halloween t-shirt. I did. You bought it a harness. You have played soccer with this cat. <laughs> you have loved this cat. You've made Listen. videos with this cat. All the while, oh, lying yeah. about <laughs> your love for this cat. I don't know why. It's okay to love your cat, yeah. Michelle. It's no, okay to love your cat. I don't love the cat. I have to say, the Halloween sweater, and it's a pumpkin. It was Mommy's Little Pumpkin, because they don't make Daddy's Little Pumpkin, which is kind of disappointing, because, you know. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm going to guess if I Google right now, I can find a Daddy's Little Pumpkin. But Michelle, oh, well, they were out of Daddy's Little Pumpkin. They, so they Mommy's were. Little Pumpkin, tea. you are not pleading your case. <laughs> at all like if so it, it was great it was great because when you put that on him he it calms him down so he knows when the sweater's on it's time for him to chill out so like that was the mm -hmm. best that was the best thing you can't play soccer when he's wearing the sweater because he's like ah, i'm not moving and he'll just yeah. watch you kick the ball in front of him so anyway he's out but you know what's in christmas tree what 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 because it's time for the oh, holiday. Oh, my goodness. You are. So you're the type that the day after Halloween, you put up the Christmas tree, didn't you? Absolutely. I did. I did. I put it. Or up. you put together I, the Christmas tree. I mean, it's it's Legos. So yes, there's that. Yeah. I, I, I but is your real tree up? Yeah. It's it's up all year. Um, It's in the attic. It's up in the attic. It's uh up all year long. Yeah. <laughs> In the attic. Hey, I bought a Christmas. I bought a Christmas tree for my neighbor because I am I am that girl who like watches every time somebody puts in the HOA page that they're giving something away for free, and I'm like, oh, I'll yes. come get it. I'll come get it. And so they were giving. Uh, one of the neighbors was um, giving away a tall, like skinny Christmas tree that um, they were moving out, and so I went and got it. Um, but there was a whole incident. I would love to see the ring doorbell camera because uh, first of all, I tripped, I full on tripped, like face planted in their driveway. And then I got the Christmas tree, but I couldn't fit it in my car. So I'm trying to shove it into my car and then <laughs> I take off. And now I've almost backed into their yard because um, the, all the lights were off outside. And then I get all the way back to my house and realize that I left the tree stand. And so then I had oh. to turn around and drive all the way back. And, um, but it was all for the love of my, my son and, and his girlfriend. And so, yeah, they're already asking They're day after, or, you know, the day after, um, Halloween, they were already asking if I could bring it to Nashville so that they could put it up in their apartment. So they're super See, excited about Christmas too. 
Yeah, and, and I do have a Christmas tree on my front porch. It's been there all year. Yeah, I was going to um, say, hadn't it, it never came down, did it? <laughs> it never came down, yeah. never came down. But I thought for one split second you are going to say, and then I realized I was at the wrong neighbors. Like, that's what I thought I was oh, yeah. going to say. Like I was like the wrong? Grinch. I just came on in. I took someone's <laughs> just tree. Took it all, just took it all. And just then I'm like, all. oh, wait, who was that woman? And why did she steal our tree? Like, I don't know. She's right. stuck in the front yard right now on her Toyota Camry. She can't get out. I, you know, again, for this is reason yeah. 495,000 that I have the most contact cards from my local HOA. So <laughs> that and because I do videos uh, in my bathrobe, dancing around and leaves in my backyard. And today I was on my front porch in pajamas eating Oreo cookies for a video. So I love it. I love it. There's that. There's that. But Michelle, speaking, yes. of, speaking of cats, we got one cool cat. On the Ooh, show today, nice. do you see nice that transition, transition I did there? That was yeah. good. Oh, that was so much. Do I get a ten? Because I stuck the landing. Uh, you were good until you did that. So <sighs> fine, fine, you know, Michelle. Like, you were right there, and then you fell off the mat. You just you, your legs gave. You just can't give it to me. You just can't give it to me. But listen, speaking of sticking the landing, award winning, taking home the trophy. Tell us about our guest today, because I just recently saw him. Receive a trophy for being pretty, stinking awesome. All right, who's on the show? Tell us, tell us. I'm so glad you finished this statement. Pretty, stinking, awesome. I'm so awesome. Glad awesome. Sorry for okay, the delay. So, so our guest today is a man of many talents. This international comedian has opened up for like Chris Tucker, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. He's performed with Sherry Shepard. He's done comedy tours overseas. He's entertained our U.S. troops. He is currently the host and the co-executive producer of um, an online game show for comedians called Comic Genius, right? The Comic Genius Show, which is so cool. And yes. he also is working on uh, The Breakfast Mojo, which is like a delicious food review show. <laughs> I, I want to be on that one. Um, okay, so let's welcome the 2022 LOL GCA Pioneer Award winner, comedian Koi. Uh-oh. La soy? No, I said it wrong. Did I you say soy like soy sauce? No, uh, no, you did so no, good for so many episodes. Oh no, I said it wrong. Ah, oh no, say your name, please. Oh man, it's Koi Lasan, but Lassan. you can say you, it's Koi Lasan, but comedian Koi is fine. See. Okay, yeah, so so Koi, she has done so good for so many episodes, but our entire wanna... first season, literally, if your last name was Jones, she would be like, Jones? <laughs> Bob yeah. Jones, welcome to the show. And I'm like, it's Jones, Michelle, it's Jones. <laughs> like, yeah, like St. Nicholas, we had a Nicholas. It was Nichols, Nichols. Nichols, and, oh, and... Nichols, and then uh, Riviera, it's Rivera. You know, Rivera. I, I yep. messed up his and he's been my friend forever. And like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that is like You're a now sprinkle. That's just like a magical sprinkle when she messes up your name. That means okay. that your your next four months are going to be book solid. If Michelle Van yes. Dusen. Wow. Van Dawson. What is it? Van Dasen? Hey. What is it? Listen, show right. Listen, pickles. Right. <laughs> well, we are so, so, so happy that you are with us today, Koi. Thank you for agreeing to to come and hang out on the Laugh Support podcast. <laughs> I'm um, butchered. I'm and sorry. Have <laughs> well, you got I, the first name right. You got you got this. Yeah. You got that name right there. Yeah. C O Y Koi. C O Y. That right. Yeah. All you right. got that right. So let's uh, let's talk really quick about yeah. the LOL GCA and the Pioneer Award. I just recently got to hang out with Koi for the second year in a row at the LOL GCA, and uh, and you received an award, and also you were one of the speakers at the event. And by the way, fantastic, absolutely fantastic speaker. Um, I got to leave the event with so many just notes and um, just golden nuggets of information. So tell us about tell us about the the Pioneer Award and what that was like to have your peers recognize you at an event like that. Yeah, first of all, thank you, um, June. Uh, thank you, Michelle Van Dusen, for uh, being part of your um, podcast here. Uh, I think it's a great concept. It's a, I'm very appreciative to be here. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, I give 
I can't take too much credit because a lot of people didn't know the backstory of this whole scenario. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what it was like, it was, it was a moment that, uh, that was unexpected. You know what I mean? When, when you've been in the industry, as long as I have, as far as comedy industry and, uh, you know, you don't, you're not thinking about being appreciated for something that you do as far as helping other people and, Yes. And trying to get other people on board. So uh, I was so far not even thinking about it. So when I did receive it, it was it was quite an honor. And I'm glad that I received it at that time, because if I would have received it uh, uh, last year, then it probably wouldn't have been the same because I was expecting, you know, like you just want to be the next person to, to get yeah. something. Uh, but this was totally unexpected. I, I didn't even think about it. So when it happened and they said my name, it was a shock. It's, it was it was a surprise. So it was a great honor. And uh, I, I was very appreciative and a big shout out uh, to um, uh, everyone there that that's part of the, 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 the I would say the cast, but it's, that's part of behind the scenes of LOL GCA. Yeah. Thank y'all. Yeah, that was super, that was super cool to see. And that is something, well, Michelle, you just met, Koi before we even came on and literally like this is the creative mind that he is he looked at the logo he talked about us and then what what was he trying to do was he trying to do something for himself or was he already suggesting helping us with something oh he was already like okay we got to get a tour we got to get your all your guests that you've been on let's do this I'm like yeah let's do it <laughs> so uh watch coming coming uh in 2023 there'll be a, a laugh support comedy tour um, so watch for us. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, 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 he puts that, that sprinkles that little seed and gets excited. I think that's one of the things I noticed about you, Koi, is that you, you're, you're excited about what you do, but you also, your wheels are turning for other people too. And that's really what this podcast is about. The laugh support podcast. Um, as I told you, Michelle was one of the first comedians who stepped into my life and was like, Hey, let me help you out and help me edit, help me get the confidence to get on stage oh, for the first time. And what an amazing, was it was tough. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Yeah. I owe her a lot. I owe her a lot, but but that's what we wanted to do is bring comics on and say, hey, you know, what, what's the journey been like for you? So when you think back, Koi, to, to when you first started doing comedy, and of course, this isn't like, you know, the Oscars where you're like, oh, no, I forgot to thank my agent, my this and that. Really, it's just about some people who come to the top of the mind. So we start back at the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anybody who comes to mind to you that was really laugh support for you as you started your journey into comedy? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, I would have to say, you know, my, my grandmother, first and foremost, you know, she was very supportive in, in a lot and everything that I was doing. Um, I would add because the questions were pretty, pretty good that you guys had me try to think about. And I remember when I was, I did my first college gig in South Carolina at Claflin College. And, uh, you know, she lived, you know, she lived in South Carolina. So, of course, she was going to be there. And um, uh, she was just and it was it was a situation. And you guys know this. Comedians know this. You kind of it's not the best place to do comedy in a gymnasium with all the people. You know what I mean? It's just the acoustics right. is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what a, what a venture to actually do your first college gig. And you're actually in an auditorium, like a, not an auditorium, but a gymnasium, a huge college gymnasium where there's just so much reverb and ah, it just, it wasn't the best first gig, but guess who was there? My grandmother was there and said uh, how well we did, how well I did. And, uh, and, and so that was all that mattered at the time. You know, there's nothing like a grandmother's hug. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and people enjoyed it with whatever they could hear, you know, whatever <laughs> feedback. But yeah, I mean, people like like my grandmother, uh, my buddy that I um, that I worked at Hardee's. I worked at a fast food joint and he was there. You know what I mean? We was in school, uh, high school. And uh, I told him what I wanted to do because I had thought about it when I was in my senior year in high school. I was like, man, I, I want to do this. 
And he was all in support of it. He was all in it. And at, and back then, he would be hanging with Pharrell, you know, before Pharrell became big, you know, the big, big kahuna he is today. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, it was just, and I would, at the time, we had cassette tapes. I'm telling my age. And I would record myself as Arsenio Hall on these cassette tapes. You know what I'm saying? And I, and we would just do, the, it was just, it was just funny stuff, fun stuff that we would do. And I would have the music and it would just be all of these, just pretend, you know, just to, uh, just to kind of pretend. And he was all cool with it. Willie, Willie D also known as a soul Wolverine um, at the time. So that was great. And then of course I got to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Andrea. She was a singer. And uh, we've done talent shows together. She, I would come in first. She would come in second. You know what I mean? It was like hand in hand and um, just so supportive. You know what I mean? Her family, very supportive. Just just first coming out the gate, folks, out the gate, these people were there. And big shout out to my mother. You know, I had, my comedy had to grow on her. Um, mm. But, yeah, she after, you know, it's like you have to show the evidence. If you're gonna if yes. you're gonna do something and you say you're gonna do it and then you do it and then you start to see some success, they start to see some success. Like, oh my gosh, you're funny. Then you know what I mean. Then they'll kind of get on your get on your bandwagon and they kind of start to get on that support team. So big shout out to my mother and all of those folks and my family who just who saw that. Mm. Listen, you mentioned Hardee's and your mom. My mom and my sister both worked at Hardee's together. My mama oh, made the really? biscuits. My mama made the made from scratch biscuits at Hardee's. Oh yes. wow! On the thirty one wow. W bypass in Bowling Green, Kentucky, she would get up early and she'd go make the biscuits. That's what my mama did. Well, there's, well, there's your sponsor right there. You gotta call <laughs> There's your sponsor for your next tour. Um, yeah, you know one thing I'll never forget, and I know the question. There's like, what advice would someone give you? You know what? What's interesting is there's a there was advice that I got at Hardee's from a coworker who was much older. She was like, like, or she was like a grandmother, and I'll never forget what her advice is till this day. She said, "If you have time to gripe, you have time to wipe. Ooh, <laughs> if you have good. time to lean, you have time to clean." <laughs> 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 it, it rhymes. It's got to be true. I'll never forget that. Got time to clean. I like That's, that. That's so good. Man, I wish I would have heard that when my kids were teens. Oh, so <laughs> no, that's so kidding. good. No kidding. Well, yeah. look, it doesn't hurt to have somebody in your corner when you start out of the gate named Wolverine, right? You got a Wolverine backing you up. That's pretty. The I mean, soul Wolverine. Yes, the soul, the soul Wolverine. The Soul Wolverine, yeah. yeah. I love that was his rap name. That was his rap name. I love that you right. said that you got to show the evidence to some people because you do. Like, I mean, that's a reality in, in comedy and that's stuff that I definitely didn't expect or or, you know, kind of thought, oh, well, the people who love me, like my mom and my kids and my dad and my sister and my brother, they'll all be like, oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, go for it, you know. And man, like my inner circle was the one that was the most difficult to convince about what I was doing versus the outer circle of people. People on the outside were just like, oh, cool, go for it. Where are you going to be? Let me come see you. And like my own family be sitting in the audience like, make me laugh, clown. Yeah, you know, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I did not expect that. <laughs> See, my, I'll my tell mom. You. Oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, my mom would be like, you know, you should do it this way. And then she proceeds to tell me how she thinks I should do the joke. And then one time she's like, oh, you know, oh. My, my favorite bit of yours. And then she goes and tells me a Kathleen Madigan joke. I'm like, that's not my joke, mom. Thanks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Her, her favorite, her favorite of your material wasn't even your material. So, yeah. Wasn't even mine. Wasn't even mine. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So it sounds like, yeah, right out of the gate, you had friends, you had somebody to do the the talent shows with, which is really cool to have somebody. And you weren't, you weren't necessarily, I mean, you were in competition at these talent shows because you guys were both going for first prize, but it's also such a different genre to have somebody. Yeah. Have you noticed how much, because that's another thing I've observed how parallel the universe is between musicians and comedians. 
they're so similar of things that we're doing, you know? Yeah, it's, I think it's a respectful arena for both. You know what I mean? I, I, I wish I could. I mean, I could sing a little bit, but you know what I mean? It's a respectful genre um, uh, when it comes to that genre of music and having that ability and that talent. It, it does kind of go hand in hand because if you think about it, you know, if you're doing a show, it's great to have a singer open up. Why not? You know what I mean? Or have music. There's always music involved most of the time with comedy. It helps. And then when it comes to music, guess what? They need somebody to open up for their for their tour. They're going to call a comedian. Why not? You know what I'm saying? You know, I had an opportunity to go on tour. Speaking of Tennessee, I had a, a really great experience with Grits, a Grammatical Revolution in the Spirit. Uh, they were part of the CCM rap group back in the day with Toby Mac and them. And uh, to go on tour with those guys, I was their opening act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how cool was that? And, you know, those guys would sell out every every arena, every college or whatever. They had a huge mega fan base. You know what right. I'm saying? We had a tour bus and everything. You know, that's how the CCM folks roll back then. Go T Records. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I tell you, we go hand in hand. It's, you know, it's... It, it, we support each other, definitely. That's really cool. Michelle, I could so see you touring with a rap group. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we've mentioned, we've mentioned Michelle has rapped before. Coy will send it to you. Hey, hey. Mich Michelle hey, is, yeah, hey. she's on video rapping. What what was the name of your character, Michelle? I was the rapping barista. Mm -hmm. mm. And what give us one, give us one line. I'm the queen of the beans doing things. That, anyway, it's good. Hey. <laughs> good. She's good. the queen of the beans doing things you've never seen. Is what yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was really good. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to send that that's to you. Be... I, I heard a little bit of the floating. That's, uh -huh. that's pretty good. Uh -huh. I embarrassed her. I, okay. I, I didn't write it. Okay. So, and I had to learn it. It, it was a very difficult thing to learn that rap. And it was a guy was singing. I'm like, I need your voice. And that's how I learned it. Mm -hmm. And then when, when you had to go lay down the track, I was like, wait, no, you just started the music. I need your voice in my ear. <laughs> so like, I know when to start. Where'd that guy go? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then apparently to make the video, you have to lip sync to your own voice, which was like, wait, what? Okay. I have to hear me now. And so it was just a weird and very stretching opportunity. Like it was, I've never um been stretched like that before in in um, a creative way and that was it was really cool wow. to do and then to see the end result like it's really good it is so really good. yeah i'm really glad i went through the process but who talk about scared and not know what i was doing it was mm. it was really good to see the end result so this tour that you you did with uh toby mack and that whole group was that the first time that you had been on tour with musicians before and is that the first time you're on a tour bus it was it was <laughs> i was with um now we i was on the tour with grits and he would there would be certain stops that he would make so when he would get back to yeah. tennessee then it, it would be parties that we would go to a concert parties that that we would go to and yeah toby mac was there as well as out of eden I, I know i'm going back in the day but it was that whole ccm you know goatee records type of type of crew uh that would hang out with each other and support each other so um it was my first time it was my first time on a tour and this was my first time in the midwest mm. so i got to hit texas and all these places that i never even I would have probably never even thought about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Tennessee, y'all are just, is just, you're wonderful people. The, the Tennessee is, is really cool folks. Uh, but yeah, that was my first tour bus. I mean, it was just a really cool experience to go from city to city mm -hmm. and just show up and just perform and then, the guys would come on and they would do their songs and they would, the crowd would be hyped and the people, you know, the teens and the kids, they would be so hyped. 
it was cool. And then you got to visit a lot of the youth groups mm-hmm. and you got to see kind of what type of youth groups and, and, uh, you know, this is where I met, um, I can't think of his name right now. It'll come back to me, but just different, different places all over the city. Great time. Great time. That's awesome. Well, we know that, you know, musicians, they, they travel with a band and all of that stuff, but comedy can be a really solo kind of gig. It can, it can be a lonely road. And, um, and so, you know, one of the questions we asked our guests is, is there ever a time that you've been doing comedy that you, you felt no laugh support? You've kind of felt not, not necessarily lonely, but maybe alone in the venture. Yeah, because, you know, when you're starting out and mind you, you know, you have your family, Mm -hmm. but they don't know the art. Right. They don't know how to help create your your material. They don't know anything about where you go to find gigs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, They're asking where, you know, so where are you performing next? And you don't have no idea because no one has really held held your hand to say how to go about doing that. Mm-hmm. When I moved back to New York City, I, I'm originally from Brooklyn, but I had moved out because I was, you know, uh, a military brat. We moved around. But eventually we came back to the city of New York. And no one no one knows where to go in New York as far as comedy. So you kind of had to find your own way. And yeah, the only the only thing that helped is once you got in and you did your material and you was a little bit respected, the comedians that were still starting out with you, they might know other places to mm. go. And then that became your, your group. That became your network. That became your support group in a sense, yeah. because now you have someone that's starting out just like you. And now, you know, you're kind of putting your minds together, like, okay, where can we go next? Oh, I heard about, this place over here, I heard about, you know, that place over there. And, uh, and then you're like, Oh, okay, let's do that. Let's go. You know what I mean? So that's when it became a little bit of a, a group effort. And that's where that support came in at. But, if, but after that, it's like, nah, nobody, if, if you just were kind of on your own, fitting for yourself. And mm-hmm. back then it was no, internet like that so how are you going to find oh you can't just type on a computer open mic and see what pops up in brooklyn you know what i'm saying <laughs> what pops yeah up yeah in i mean you knew of places like the like caroline's you knew of places like the the comedy factory and it, all those different places but those were like seasoned comics you know what i mean like you had that know somebody to get in there you know what i mean because usually the big the big people would come through there but if you didn't know anybody, what were you going to do? And even the people that were doing the comedy on that level that you might have ran into, I mean, what are you going to say to them? So part of you had to kind of swallow your pride. And other times they just wasn't really flowing with you like that because they don't really know you. So, I mean, what can you, what can you do? You know what I mean? And even if you get on stage, they might just say, keep doing what you're doing. You know, that's mm-hmm. what Tracy Morgan said to me. Tracy Morgan was like, just just keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, OK, you know, but I, you know, we kind of wanted to help like a step in. Like, OK, can you tell me what right. I am doing? Right. Tell me what I'm not doing right. You know what I mean? What I need yeah. to do. So we sometimes you didn't get that feedback from the from the other comics that might have been a little bit more seasoned than you are, because then at the end of the day, too it can be competition unfortunately it can be a little competitive in the secular realm um and even sometimes in the church realm too you know but yeah Yeah. but not a lot in the church not a lot but uh you you just gotta ask questions and and if someone rejects you say ah man i i you know if they do that then just find someone else or just just talk to someone who's willing to talk to you or give you that support Mm. well that's good Mm -hmm. Michelle that's great yeah Michelle you've been around the like Christian comedy um there's a a lot of what Coy just said kind of ring true that you do have some that are gonna give that advice and then others it is that scarcity mentality of like I don't want her to do too good 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, you find that everywhere cause yeah. we're all human. And so you, you never know what people are dealing with daily. You know, if, if they're, if, if their pocket, if their money is getting uh, hit because you just showed up, it's going to cause a little riff. Um, but yeah, but then at the same time, you, you turn around and the next person is right there supporting you, encouraging you and mm -hmm. continue to move forward. So, and, uh, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I'll pray for you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Wait, keep, do keep doing what you're doing, or... Michelle. I'm going to pray for you. Keep doing what you're doing. That's you right. do you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Of course. Well, hey, so uh, with the Pioneer Award, we we, we kind of know that you are somebody who is supportive of people. But when you when you think about that, have you had an opportunity to kind of help another comic learn or grow or, or even, you know, mentor something of that nature? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm like, I just get into conversations with people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, I get in conversations with comedians and I have, I just think, I just think like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just think like that. Have you ever thought about adding this to this bit? And um, they don't always are people that I mentor because I understand how it is being on that other side. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I just want to give a quick shout out. I wrote their names down. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Jason Earls, Michael Jr., Comedian Bone, Tim Grable, and um, a lot of the comics from the CCA. You know, great people um, that were really in support of me and uh, who were willing to hold my hand. And yeah. sometimes you feel like you might not want anybody to hold your hand or sometimes you feel like, I don't need anybody to hold my hand or maybe you're not ready. Sometimes it takes discipline mm -hmm. because somebody can tell you the information on what to do, but you still have to be disciplined to be able to put it out. Right. I mean, I can, I can mentor these comics and I can tell them what they could do to enhance their joke. I can tell them what they can do to make it something to punch up their joke or to put a tag, a tag to it. You know what I mean? Or make it into a sketch or make yeah. it into this, make it into that. At the end of the day, they still have to put put forth that effort. They still have to mm -hmm. try it out in front of people. They still have to write it out. They still have to do whatever they got to do to make it fit in their comedy set. Um, but I have no problems sharing with people what I think and what I what I believe should take place. And I do ask them, you know, do you mind? You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. not going to push myself on somebody who's not willing to receive. Right. I say, do you mind? Um, I just noticed this. And what I try to do is, you know, when you're when you're trying to mentor someone or when you're trying to give people advice, you don't want to dog them out. Right. You, know right. you don't want to say, oh, man, that, you know what could have been funny, though? You know what? If you would have did this, though, mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? You you know, it's, it's more like you want to first compliment then you want to ask them if, if, do you mind or would you mind if, and if they say, sure, then I say, hey, I was thinking this. Mm -hmm. If you did this, it could really help if, and always keep it on that positive. And then you can put in the negative afterwards and say, because the re reason why it didn't work is because your timing or because of the way you delivered it, if you, if you didn't deliver it. And then after you say all that, then you say, However, I enjoyed it. However, it was funny. You right. know what I'm saying? So you right. kind of want to close and sandwich it up where the top of the bread is, is giving positive feedback. In the middle, where all the good stuff is, you're giving, you know, the lettuce is, is, is your positive feedback, getting permission. And then the meat of it is what, what it really is about, which is also the negative. And then at the end, at the bottom of the bun, you say, yeah, but you know, you keep keep doing the good work though. But you're getting there, and you're doing a great job thus far. You want to you want to do that when you're trying to mentor folk. You know what mm. I mean? Well, Michelle, what did I? Okay, so Michelle, do I laugh at comics? Not out loud very often. And what did I tell you about Coy? He is one of the few people that what that you actually laughed out loud. So yes. that's <laughs> yes. right there, the boom, highest honor. You don't need any other awards, but that one. You got the June Colson Laughter Award. Da -da -da. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. 
because well really you know we're watching other comics and it's the craft you're watching the craft you're watching how they do it you're anticipating like what whether it's almost like a little game in your brain that you're trying to anticipate like what's he what's he about to say and you know those kind of things and so I'm the type who's usually like oh yeah oh oh that was smart that was smart you know but I'm not laughing which is what comics want but I'm like oh that was really good I am telling you, if if Koi, Comedian Koi, is willing to offer you some advice on your comic and how to punch things up, just shut up and listen. Because I, it's one thing when you just really love a person. I really just, there's something about you, Koi, that, um, that is just very, uh, it's very special. And it is that light in you that draws people to you. And then when I get to see more than just a clip of you on the internet and see you do a little something of what you do, and you are, I want all my friends to be good. I want them to be good. You're great. It's so, it's so much that literally Michelle, and I'm not going to give away a joke or anything, but with the flip of a stool, just the flip of a stool, he had me <laughs> done. I was done. Your, your, your physical comedy. And we've had Christian McCartney on the show. Christian and I connected um, about a year ago and uh, young comic coming up. You guys go back and, and, and watch our episode with Christian McCartney. He is a physical comic. He is new. He is raw. He was wide open. And I was so thrilled that Christian got to watch you and how you harness all of that. And it's so polished and so good. I was laughing at what you're doing. And I was completely blessed at, on the other side, watching Christian, watching a veteran like you just do what you do. Absolutely fantastic. So I just have yeah. to tell you, like, and I, and that's one of the things I told Michelle, I was like, we have to have Koi on the, and, and I said, Michelle, I, I literally, I laughed, like a laugh came out of my mouth, not a head nod, <laughs> not a respect. He had me dying you are you're just so good so so good at what you do so i wondered Thank if you, you so if, if you shared a piece of advice with somebody or if there's something that someone has given you a piece of advice that you lock that in and you you use that still to this day whether it was the lady at hardy's or it's another <laughs> comic is there is there something that <laughs> yes if you're leaning yep, you're cleaning oh if, if you got time to lean yeah <laughs> But yeah, is there something oh, you can man. share with our listeners? Yeah, you know what? I was thinking, I was like, man, because I saw that question. And I was like, oh, man, what is there anything? And I'm sure folks have shared and, and gave some some solid advice to me. And, you know, I, maybe I was just maybe went through one ear and out the other. I don't know. But. Um, I mean, I I would say. One one advice that does stuck with me that was like revelation. It was like a revelation advice, you know, like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. You know, you hear this stuff. And I had an opportunity to interview Tommy Davidson. And Tommy Davidson, I noticed that he was doing a lot of tours. Um, and this was like maybe. This is recent sort of speak, but it stuck with me and I'll never forget what he told me. I said to Tommy Davidson, I said, you know, you're doing a lot of shows with other big name comedians. You know what I mean? How do you guys figure out who's the headliner, who is a feature and who is the opener? Because you guys are doing it. Uh, how do you flip a coin or something? I mean, and you know what he told me? He said, all you, all you need to worry about is your free throw shot. Now, he, he used the analogy as far as basketball. If, if you're, basketball is a team sport. But there's an opportunity when something, uh, the other team gives you a foul, you have to throw a free throw shot. And you have two chances to do it. And you can make the shot. But guess what? You're shooting it, not for yourself, but you're shooting it for the entire team. So you're really a team when it comes to these comedians. When you're with comics on the same show, you're a team. You don't worry about if someone blew up the spot before you. 
don't worry about if someone did don't worry about if if someone was extremely funnier than you and you know that you don't have that type of that type of, of capacity to measure don't measure yourself to anyone else just shoot your shot shoot your free throw shot because we're all there to make other people laugh that is the goal the comedians are there to get people to come out of whatever hardships or whatever issues they have or maybe they just want to laugh period that's your job that's everyone else's job on the show there's no competition just shoot your shot add what you do to the rest of the team that's doing comedy for the audience that's so awesome michelle so michelle good. so good do you do you recall me sharing that with you when i came back from the lol gca no i've slept a few times since then so i don't remember yeah. that well it was either it, it was now a second time i'm getting it i'm getting it i got it oh my gosh that is so good i get to wear a jersey that's all i'm hearing yes i get to wear the yeah. jersey i don't have to sit on the bench i get to play i love you it you get to play yeah and you do your play you it. do what you do it was either I, I, it was either michelle or another friend of mine that was getting ready to do a show and they were like, well, I'm, it was you, Michelle. Cause you said, I'm just hosting. Oh. I, and the way she oh, phrased it was I'm was. just hosting. And I go, let me tell you what I learned at the LOL, which was a, just okay. a little nugget of what you just said. Yeah. Was, Michelle, yeah. she took a nap. So she forgets, but that's, <laughs> that truly stuck with me that you share that with us at the LOL. And, and I love that now it's, it's, on a recording and we can go back and listen to that anytime because that is such so a, good. that is a, such a great um, mm. thing that you locked in to your brain because it is, it, it changes your perspective on where you are in the lineup, on what you're doing, whether someone's funny before you or whatever it's the perspective is everything. And so thank you so much for sharing that yeah. with that our listening like a, audience. That was a Hamilton Absolutely. moment. I'm not going to miss my shot. <laughs> Yes, not going to visit. <laughs> That's Hamilton. <laughs> and, and you know what's interesting? Because you know, I I'm so much more of a boxing. I don't really watch basketball, <gasps> believe it or not. But I I'm a boxer. So even in the sport of boxing, you're you're still your own guy. But you have coaches to tell you how to do it, what to do. Uh, you need to you need to throw that uppercut when he does this. You need to do that. So there's always advice in every sport, but at the at the end of the day, we're all part of that same team. You know, yeah. whether whether you're solo or not, there is a coach. There's someone there that's going to high five you. Um, well, not if you're at Sesame Place, but anyway, there's going to be somebody. <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from, but um. There's gonna be <laughs> there's gonna be folks that's gonna beat it, whether whatever happens. Because even if you miss a free throw, there's still gonna be somebody there to say, "Hey, are you? that's all right, that's all right, that's all right." You know, it's all right, it's all right. It's a team effort, folks. Huh? Let me tell you something. Last, <laughs> let me just say this real quick. I, you know, I when I did overseas, you guys talked about me going overseas for the troops. When I went overseas on a tour. We were all American comics, and we were all in support of each other, mm. point blank, all in support of each other. If there was somebody, and this was a secular thing, if there was somebody in the audience that wasn't acting right and they wanted to have a few choice words, that was the wrong time to do that because guess what? Every comedian after me is going to talk about you. And that was <laughs> the type of family setting that we had in the secular realm. Now, we don't really deal with that in with the church. Um, market but at the end of the day you know we're there to do a job mm -hmm. you know and we're all on the same we're all on the same side mm. well speaking of so much oh go ahead go ahead well i was gonna say we've, we've done a lot of game analogies before we go we want you to talk about your game and being supportive of uh, other comics so tell us about the game show that you have Wow. So, yeah. So this was a big talk about supportive comedy. Great transition. Great transition. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's this game show called the Comic Genius Show that me and a buddy of mine, big shout out to Dell, uh, that we came up with. And it was for for comedians who were starting out. 
and needed advice, but at the same time, it was a competition. So it's like, I would call it, if I was to pitch it, it would be uh, Last Comic Standing meets Whose Line Is It Anyway meets Jeopardy. So, yes. And there's a game system. There's a game point system. So the comedian would do at least three minutes of comedy stand up. And there would be certain people on the panelists who were seasoned comics or people who are comedian enthusiasts. who That's mm-hmm. what they love. They love comedy. So they know what a joke is and everything. And then after that, they will get points from the panelists. And then we will move into the improv where now they would have to do certain things that was around them that they would have to make funny. And we would give them like one minute to find something in their house because it was a virtual show. Mm-hmm. And then they would have to bring it and make it funny. And there was a point system with that as well. And then lastly, the trivia, and it was different games. There's different games, all types of different games. You spin the wheel and, and then there's trivia, which basically is we're testing these amateur comics. Because here's the thing, folks. If you say you're a comedian and you're coming into this, industry of comedy, why you need to know who started out before you. Mm. You need to know who set the stage. Mm. You know, it's just respectful. It's just respectful to do that and to know who those comedians are before you. So I would tell, I would ask some questions and I would say, okay, name that comic. Ace Ventura and Living Color. Let me tell you something. And then the person Michelle's buzzing in. Michelle's buzzing in down there. (laughs) Who Who is is it, Michelle? Jim Carrey. All right. So the first person that was would get the answer would get that point. So it's just not about doing stand-up because we've had people who were really funny. But then when it came to that trivia, they just didn't know. Yeah. So we're trying to give a full perspective of comedians. It's a lot of fun. They win prizes. They win a belt. I should have brought the belt with me. Uh, But they, I know, Uh, but um, they win a belt and uh, they win some, some, some cash prize as well. So we, we try to look out for the comedians. So we're looking to take comic genius show to the next level and uh, really put it out there. So uh, if you see these, these game shows on ABC, NBC, CBS, one day, huh? One day. Huh? I'm believing. I'm having faith. I'm having faith that one day you'll see the Comic Genius Show on there because everyone loves it. Everyone thinks it's a great mm-hmm. idea. It's a brilliant idea. I still think it's a brilliant idea. If you want to see brilliant. the shows in season one, uh, we're still on season two. Well, actually, we're done with season two. We haven't released season two yet. But season one, if you want to see how that flow is, Go to uh, Comic Genius Show on YouTube, and you can see the full show. Yeah, um, there. That'll be awesome. And, yeah, and June, okay. we gotta have you on. Listen, June, and have you on. Comic Genius, and and thinking, uh, I'm the person who like has to have time to think about stuff. And improv, I have found I'm not good at it because that is when I laugh. I get, when I get the goofy <laughs> thought in my head, I lose it. I just lose it. I'm already laughing at what I'm about to say, and then I'm done. I'm just done. I mean, I make other people laugh because I can't control myself in improv. And um, I feel like if you ever need a dunce corner, like you know, like the cartoon <laughs> with the little dunce hat and a and a girl in the corner because she's in trouble because she's she can't get it, that would be me. I just I mean, you could do it. You know, you talk about Arsenio Hall. The yeah. shout out to the dog pound. You could do shout out to the dunce corner, and I'd just be over there in my little <laughs> little hat. It's called June's over corner. Here. It's a whole new show now. <laughs> June's <laughs> corner. That's it. It's a whole new June's <laughs> corner. That's I love it. There it is. But okay, so before before we go though, because uh, Koi does the whole like boxer announcer voice. So I I need you, Koi, if you would be so kind, is to announce Michelle Van Dusen, like she's coming to fight. She'll be in one corner. I'm going to be in the next corner. Would you do that for us? Okay. Coming in the red corner, still undefeated by 20 KOs by way of knockouts. Let's hear it for Michelle Van Dusen. 
<laughs> and coming all the way by Tennessee, she's here. 20 and 0 with 10 KOs by way of knockout. Let's hear it for June, the June Bug Colson. Yeah, that's it right there. That's it right there. You're going down, Van Dusen. You're going down. <laughs> I'm already short. I can't get any downer than I am. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to take you out by your knees, girl. I'm going to take you out by your knees. You will. I got to watch my knees when I'm with Michelle. <laughs> what do you think, Michelle? Has this been the best interview ever? Yes. Yes, it has. Yes, and. There. I'm ready for improv now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Michelle, we got to get you on it. Too. Yeah, good and. stuff. Sure. Thank Good you stuff. so, so much. I mean, some of the wisdom that you just dropped was amazing and the analogies and all of it. Just so good. I, June, you picked them. You, you know how to pick good guests. So I thank do. you. I do. Big shout right, out to uh, Al Hattie. Up. Big shout out to Al Hattie. Big shout out to uh, my friend, Tor Stacy Jordan, and my sister, Rebecca. Thank you guys. Uh, for your support as well. I didn't want to forget everybody, but uh, those mm. those who I forgot, uh, Xavier and everyone that I came up with, came up with me in the comedy game, I appreciate you all. That's awesome. That's awesome. Koi, thank you so much for being here with us today, guys. We want you to check out all of it. The Comic Genius Show, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Comic Genius Show, and you can find Koi on Facebook, and Instagram at Comedian Koi. It's C-O-Y, Comedian Koi. Again, Koi, thank you so much for being here, friend. Michelle's going to kick you back to the green room, but stick around for just a second so we can give you a proper goodbye. All right, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This ah, is so, so good. So Koi would be our last interview before our finale our big finale. So. Yes, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be us on the next episode and then a finale guest. We'll talk about that on the next episode. But what a way to wrap up this season this so year, good. don't you think? Yes, that was that was fantastic. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I'm going to say, people, you should listen to this. But then I realized they're listening to this at the end of me saying, hey, you should listen to this. So um, ignore what I just said. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Okay, let's wrap it up. Friends, if you would like to see this episode, because listen, I got some boxing moves. Michelle had her game face on during that introduction. So if you've listened to the podcast and you're like, dude, I really want to see what they were doing, you can check us out. We're on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV. We are also on YouTube and you can see this episode on Vimeo. And if you're watching and you want to listen, you can find us pretty much on any of the major podcasts Cast podcast platforms. Oh, Listen to those piece. Amazon, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Player FM. It's everywhere. And others. Uh, All right, y'all. That's going to be it for this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. As always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, knock them out. Knock them out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. See you next time.